All right, guys, here we go. Let's stay sharp. Your friends are really good gamers. Huge attacker spotted behind the tree. That's you. Got him. And you're no slouch either. Okay, John, there's a green bonus block. It's all yours. It's right behind you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if your slow upload speeds freeze the game because you have cable. John, attack it to your right. To your right. And you end up succumbing to hordes of marauding robo-bunnies. Uh, uh, uh. John, stop standing there. Run. Can't move. Ugh. You're not a bad gamer. You just need better internet. John, we told you to get AT&T fiber. Way to go, John. Nice one, dude. With 20 times faster upload speeds, AT&T Fiber delivers a faster internet experience than cable. Get AT&T Fiber with unlimited internet data included. No annual contract. Limited availability in select areas. Call 1-877-ONLY-ATT. Speeds not guaranteed and vary based on combined up and download speeds versus major cable providers. One gig service with uploads of 35 megabits per second. Restrictions apply. Check availability at att.com slash get fiber. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And, of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today I am broadcasting from simply magnificent Atlanta, Georgia. I am so grateful and thankful that you made a decision to join me today from all over the world. And if you're listening to the show today, guess what? It's a setup. That's right. I believe that the spirit has attracted you here so that you can receive the downloads, the insight, the revelation, you know, just that one thing that you've been praying and seeking. I believe that it's yours today. Let's come into agreement even before I start the show. Well, uh, it is a beautiful day here in the ATL I tell y'all, it's getting really cool in the mornings, and I just love it. And uh, I just want to check in and see how have you been doing all week? What have you been doing? I would love to hear from you guys so you can email me uh, and let me know what are you doing through pandemic times, uh, what's working for you. I would love to have some of you come on and share just how you are navigating through these times because it might help somebody else. So think about it. What else? Guess what? This is an exciting week coming up. You know why? It's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. (laughs) You know, my birthday is on Saturday, November the 7th. And of course, you guys know the story of my brother who was born on my birthday. My mom went into labor two years later and had my brother on my birthday. So we like have this joke He says, oh, no, you were born on my birthday. And I'm like, oh, no, you were born on my birthday. So if you want to send me a birthday wish, you can email me at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. I love birthday wishes. I am a big 
birthday girl. You guys know that I celebrate for 30 days. But this year is going to be different. Um, you know, I told my friends uh, I respect and honor how they are practicing uh, social distancing and uh, they're going to be doing some surprises for me. But I'm just radically grateful to to be able to come to you every week to be able to serve you, to bring on some powerful guests like the uh, woman that I have today, and to, to just plant seeds of greatness on the inside of you. You guys know my story, so it's just an honor for me to be able to serve you. But if you want to send me a birthday greeting, go ahead and do that. And my guest today uh, is going to be talking about some of the secrets of being a successful and prosperous entrepreneur, uh, Miss Deanna Lewis. Uh, she and her husband own nine, that's what I said, people, nine franchises. And she's just going to give us some sage wisdom around, uh, you know, what does it take to be an entrepreneur? So I want you to make sure you stay tuned and uh, make sure you follow me on social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram is LOA Constance. You get to see a different side of me on social media. And uh, Facebook is Coach with Constance. I do a Facebook Live every every Monday morning at 10 or 11. And uh, also you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Constance Arnold. And lastly, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Uh, while you're on there, you can take a look at all of my affirmations. I got some juicy affirmations, y'all, that I recorded in the studio on prosperity, success, attracting genuine love, self-love, uh, you know, success, all of the above. So you could just listen to me you know, and let it penetrate your subconscious while you're driving, while you're on the treadmill, you know, just before you fall off to sleep. Additionally, you can purchase my two books, Secrets of Success and Attracting um, and Manifesting Genuine Love. And lastly, take a look at my coaching packages you guys have heard my clients over and over again. Uh, it's up to you. Every successful person has a coach. And I would really uh, love to navigate you through these interesting, challenging, uncertain. Somebody said if they heard the word unprecedented again, they were going to scream. Unprecedented times. I certainly am really spending more time with my coaches because I need it. Uh, these are different times. And uh, it's an investment in yourself. While you're on there, uh, look at some of my um, testimonies from some of my clients and, you know, read some of them. They're very, very powerful. I would love to partner with you. And uh, if you think that we are a spiritual and vibrational match, 
Let's do a discovery call. We'll chat for 20 minutes and, you know, we'll both feel and see if we are a match. And lastly, if this show has been a blessing to you, if you've been inspired, motivated, if you were depressed and the show motivated you and picked you up, I'm asking you to make your donation and pay it forward for someone else. Pay it forward for someone who really cannot afford coaching. Pay it forward when I do these virtual seminars with people in Africa that I can purchase the uh, the online materials for them. I had somebody to send me a donation this week. Um, he cash out me, by the way, my cash app is dollar sign Constance Arnold. And she said, just because. That was so sweet. She said, just because. All right, everybody, that is it. I'm excited to hear what this powerful woman uh, is going to share with us. I want you to stay tuned, and I'm going to be right back uh, after these quick commercials. So stay tuned. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back, and I'm really excited about my guest today. I know what y'all are saying. You're saying, Constance, you're always excited, and you are exactly right. My my very special guest is Miss Deanna Lewis, and she co-authored a book with her husband, Clinton, Faith, Family, and Franchise. And uh, Clint and Deanna are owners of five Wingstop and four Fatburger franchises, and uh, they have received million dollar store club and top sales increase awards. And Deanna just has a stellar background. She has a master's degree in counseling, educational counseling, like yours truly. And uh, she has worked in the social services field prior to becoming this really successful entrepreneur. She's very philanthropic and believes in giving back. And she's going to talk to us about, you know, how you create a heart-centered business what that would look like and sort of lay out the process for us. We're very blessed and grateful to have her here. And and if you've been thinking about a business or you have an online business or maybe during this COVID-19 season, you just feeling like, Constance, I'm really struggling. Well, this is the show for you. So let's just, uh, you know, with great appreciation, welcome uh, Mrs. Deanna Lewis to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome, Deanna. Thank you, and good morning, Constance. That is a beautiful greeting. 
um, I, I sound more impressive than I thought I was. So thank you for that. <laughs> oh, oh, you got it going on, uh, Deanna. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and, you. you know, let's just get started because I have so many questions for you. Sure. So you and your husband, Clinton, you are owners of nine different franchises. That is quite uh, an accomplishment. Tell our listeners a little bit about um, your journey in establishing those franchises. Sure, absolutely. So so as of date, um, we have um, nine total franchises for Fatburger, um, five are Wingstops. They're all in California, except we have one Fatburger on the Arizona State University campus. Um, and, and it has been truly a journey. Um, we started, we've now been in the um, franchise world for about 15 years, a little over 15 years, actually. Um, my husband's background was in real estate, insurance, investments. He has so many licenses, too many for me to, to name <laughs> um, in the financial services. Um, I was in social work at that time and business was going great for him. And, and one thing about he and I, we've been married almost, um, it'll be 23 years this December. We've been together for 25 that we felt like we wanted to always be good stewards of our money, right? And good stewards of um, the monetary blessings that we have received. So as the money was coming in from his real estate and insurance business, we started seeing it stack up in the bank. And we said, you know, we need to look at some type of investment that we need to do. We have mutual funds, we have stocks and things like that, but we wanted something a little bit more tangible, something that possibly could lead to retirement one day, right? Mm -hmm. so, so we went on the journey of, exploring ideas and, and what would be lasting. And I'm from Bakersfield, California, if anybody's familiar with the California area. It's a little central little place um, in, in the country part of, of California. Um, and I, my family is from there. I was born and raised there. And when we would go there on the weekends, we would always explore where to eat, right? It didn't have, like, L.A. has a plethora. Um, you're in Atlanta. Atlanta has a plethora of food places, right? Bakersfield, not so much. And I'm like, you know what? We really should look at a food concept to bring to Bakersfield so that when we here, we don't just have to go to IHOP and Denny's and McDonald's and Burger King, just your typical, um, you know, more worldly known um, franchises right. or food places. So... I went on the hunt and I went on the research and, and I said, let's look and see what we can get into. And we looked at Subway, we looked at Burger King, we looked at McDonald's, we looked at Jamba Juice, which is probably the one that I probably wish I would have did at the same time I did <laughs> Wingstop because it has stood the test of time. Um, we even looked at Chick-fil-A um, at a moment. And we weren't chefs. We didn't have a food background um, other than the fact that we love food, right? So, <laughs> so we said, yeah, food concept would be great. And, and I started to do the research. Clint is our numbers man. He knows how to get the financials together. He knows how to do the research on that part. And I said, well, let me go out and find out what I really like and what I think would be a very simple concept um, to bring to, to Bakersfield. And, and that's how the journey began. And, and at the time when we opened the first um, Wingstop in 2006, in July 5th of 2006, um, it wasn't the household name that everybody knows now, right? You didn't have the television commercials. So we had to take an unknown brand that we just loved and bring it to an unfamiliar territory. And it was a 
journey. Um, getting people familiar. People didn't know Wingstop from Wing Wing Red Wing Shoes. You know, <laughs> they didn't know if we were part of a Pizza Hut. Um, what was their Wings play? Wing Street. So it we had to go there and really. Um, branded and and bring the brand recognition to a town that was not familiar with it. Um, so when you say a journey, it has definitely been a journey. But the initial um, onset of it was to take some of the monies that we had saved up from the other businesses to reinvest into I, something. Else. I, I love that you said something key. We're talking to listeners all over the world, Deanna, and and you know people may be thinking about it or praying about it. You said something that you two be- sat down and brainstormed. Were you praying about it? Or do you feel like God downloaded that idea? And, and do you feel that for someone out there internationally or domestically who's searching that, that the spirit can download to them what they need to do? Absolutely. I, I, I believe in faith over everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in, in praying and then also sitting back and waiting for an answer. And a lot of times I get my answers in small, still quiet times that I take to myself, right? Um, but we didn't ever want to make a move without, without our faith and God being at the center of the decision. Because if it, it was going to take faith to open it up, and um, we mentioned in, in our book about how faith had to carry us through those hard times. Um, it went up for sale at one time because we were like, we're in over our head. We don't know what we're doing. This is crazy, right? Um, and so we, we prayed about it, um, even down to the location, you know, where we were going to be located. And that location has made millions of dollars for us, right? And, and every time I think about how it started and on the verge of being closed and on the verge of us putting up, putting it up for sale and saying, Hey, is anybody want to take over? It was at the time with the market crash about 2007, 2008. And it was just rough. And I was like, I just don't think we can do it. I think we've gotten in over our head and we had to dig down and remember God brought us to it. He's going to bring us through it. And I just wear that as a cliche, but really dig down deep and hear the voice and hear the direction and instruction on what we need to do. And to this day, I thank and praise God that I do not, that we did not get an offer on that restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of your big million dollar money makers, huh? That's right. That's right. And, And I'm so thankful that that was one that we said no slow down. And, and I know people look for that quick fix and they want that instant, you know, gratification. It wasn't like that for us. It really wasn't. Um, we had to be fully committed to each other. Um, there was testing times in, in our marriage to where we were like, never on the point to where we were like, I'm leaving and I want a divorce, but did you make the right decision? I don't think this is working. How do we pull it off? How do we come together and figure it out? Well, you know the numbers, but that's all you know. I got to deal with the people. You know, we had those <laughs> kind of conversations and, um, and we, we, we got through it and, and it was all our faith that kept us through it. I, I'm a firm believer of that. You know, others can disagree and say that they did something else. I'm just telling you what my testimony was, right? <laughs> so, and, and, and so what would you say to people who during COVID-19, which is impacted a lot of businesses, um, people who might have a small business, they might be thinking about a business, they might have an online business. What should they do to deal with setbacks and obstacles? The key word is, is consistency. 
and your faithfulness and your commitment. Like if you, and you have to have patient, I mean, passion, I'm sorry, passion will drive you further than your skill, um, than your gift. I think if you have that passion behind what you're doing, even in the down times, even in the not so great times, you know, I hate to call them bad times. I call them not so great moments, right? The passion is what will get you up out of the fetal position to say, I got to make this happen for me because I love what I'm doing. I don't care if you teach sewing online, which I know that there's classes out there. I just discovered that on YouTube one day, right? I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Um, you know, my hand and eye coordination, I think I need an instruction, instructor in person. <laughs> but there's somebody that's actually making a lot of money teaching sewing from home online, right? So there's, but it's the passion that's driving her to get on there to convince people that if you sign up for this, I can teach you how to sew and make this dress from home without me being with you. That's passion, right? I, if I put in um, that, even when the, some of the most brilliant businesses, I believe Amazon was birthed during a recession. There's so many businesses that were birthed, given birth to when things were bad, where it looked like things were bad and bad things were happening in the world is where a lot of greatness has come out of it. And, and even with the, with the young ladies that I, that I mentor, I have some young girls that are doing fashion and they're doing jewelry and I mentor with them. And I'm like, even when it's frustrated, frustrating, you have to be committed to it. Because if you're not committed to it, why would someone else commit to you and something that you're doing halftime? Right? You're, you're, you're partially, today I'm active and I'm busy with it and I'm engaging, I'm on fire. And then tomorrow, because I didn't get a huge response from that one day, right? Now I'm ready to throw in a towel. Well, didn't nobody respond yesterday when I put out an email blast that I'm launching a sale and because no one responded at that moment, you're ready to throw the whole business away. We have to be patient. We have to be consistent and you got to dig deep and find that passion. Um, I had a young lady um, wanted to that interview with me to work, you know, a wing stop and mm -hmm. she came in and, and very nice young lady. I, I hire a lot of the students that attend Cal State Bakersfield and she was a student there. And she said, you know, I'm a vegan, but I want to work. And I said, okay, I love your enthusiasm and I love your desire, but you have to know what our food tastes like so that when the customer comes in and says, I want lemon pepper, you need to be able to describe how you like lemon pepper or how that is not your favorite. Because we never say we don't like the food, right? Because we work here. So we love the food. We just may have a, a flavor that we love more than we do the others, right? And I said, so love your enthusiasm, but to be a vegan and, and we sell chicken, that kind of didn't match. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that, that's not a good fit. And I always think about that when I'm thinking about your passion for what you're doing. It has to be something that you enjoy first. It has to be something that you really love first. Like you should be your first customer. If you know what you're selling and what you're trying to, to deliver, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, if you don't love it or you're not convinced that it's great, why would someone else believe it? You know? So true. That's, 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 that's gold right there, uh, Deanna. You know, you, you mentioned some entrepreneur um, characteristics like patience and being committed. What are some other, what, 
what, what are some other uh, characteristics or what kind of mindset do you feel that an entrepreneur needs to possess? Um, let me see. How do I? Excellence. I, I think as an entrepreneur, we should move in a spirit of excellence. Not that we're all perfect. No way. We know the perfect man, right? Um, and, and he's not here. <laughs> so mm-hmm. no one is perfect, but to have an, a spirit of excellence, meaning everything that you do in your business, you want to give 100%. You want it to be great. You want the product to look good. You want to, the presentation to be um, amazing. You want it to any of your customers to have an experience that when they leave you, they leave with something that was an experience for them. And you want that experience to be great. So you have to have move in the spirit of excellence. And then we use this so much as a hashtag all over the world. I know it's a hashtag, right? Millionaire mindset. Mm-hmm. But what does that really mean? It's not just about having the money, the million dollars in the bank. It's the mindset that I can achieve this. I can be great. I w- and, I, and that's my journey to get to that number. You should all know your numbers, right? You should know what your goal is. If your goal in your business is, I just want to make an extra $500 a month to get out of this credit card debt, then you need to know what it takes to make that extra $500 a month to get out of that, that debt or whatever it is that you're trying to pay off, whether it's a student loan, whether it's a credit card. I think in business, finance has to marry. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we open businesses and we don't know the finance part of it. And, and even in our book, that's why we talk about the franchise is who we are, but it's the finance that afforded us the ability to open up the franchise. So the franchise of the book is all about the finance. That whole component of the book is talking about the finances, how we had to get our finances in order, how we had to to put some things um, on hold in order to achieve here. Um, We didn't take a paycheck um, for the first seven years. Mm. We had moments in our business that we had better months than others, and we gave ourselves a bonus. But I'm talking about actually being on that payroll. We gave everything back um, um, to to the business. Um, I was still working with with the count for for Los Angeles County as a social worker for several years. You know, before leaving full time um, and doing Wingstop full time. Um, Clint, which he still does his insurance and real estate because he loves that as well. That's a passion of his, so he still does that um, as well. But you got to have that millionaire mindset because it'll keep you striving for excellence so that you can continue to evolve, so that you continue to be better. You got to change with the times. We have now everybody's watching um, movies at home. There's a lot of um, theaters that are not going to reopen. Yeah. And maybe they should have been ahead of the curve. Because I think if no one else showed us how to do that Disney movie, was Disney and the Disney Prime, right? So true. Oh, my God. They, they were on it. We have to be in a position and stay in touch and in tune with what's going on in our business so that we can evolve as things are constantly changing. That's so good. So, you know, you mentioned money and you guys, by the way, everybody, their book is great. She's going to share how to get that, you know, at the end of the show. But and you guys gave some great info on money and processes, et cetera. So talk a little bit about money and and finances and wealth, you know, because a lot of people like I'm going to start this business because I want to be a baller. But nobody understands the processes. So 
talk a little bit about money, finances, and wealth. Have, make sure that when you go off into doing business that you save something for a rainy day. Like I tell everyone that's first starting business. So for example, the average, um, a lot of people call Clint and I and say, hey, I want to do a franchise. I hear X franchise only costs $75,000, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that 75,000 is basically the franchise fee. That's not what it's going to cost to fully open up that business. Now, depending on what it is, the price difference. I'll just use what I'm a pro at, right? Which is Wingstop. Um, not everyone will have 500K to go and put into opening a Wingstop franchise. But if you set yourself up with your credit, if you set yourself up with, with some collateral, right? You have some things that you can leverage. I always tell everyone, don't ever give all of your cash to open up your business. Mm -hmm. You have got to have something saved for a rainy day. Another cliche, but that day is coming. And that day can be rainy, it could be sunny, but it may be a downtime in the business. And if you've given everything that you have, all your money to start it up, how are you going to sustain when maybe six months down the line, there's some hiccups along the way that you weren't anticipating? Now all your money has been poured into opening the business. You had nothing in reserve. And now you're not even in a position because you may have reached your credit limits because you're trying to keep the business going, right? Mm -hmm. So now you've reached all, you maxed out all your credit cards and you're at the verge of now I have to close. I know so many businesses that that has happened to. So I always advise, and this is just my advice, right? They can do their research, is that you get yourself in a position to be able to even finance some of the business. I don't care if you have 500000 I would not put 100% of my $500,000 into a business. I may put 300,000 into a business and then I will take and go and find financing for the other 200, right? So that, I mean, to keep the other, the other 200 in my savings so that if I need to cover something, if something comes up unexpectedly, some accidentals happen along the way, I can now tap into that cash that I have on hand why the business is taking care of what I financed, right? And I think that a lot of time is the myth that people feel like in business from my experience, and this, is, this can go all over the world, that save up all this money and then take all of that you've saved and go open the business. I would say, yes, save and put yourself in a position, right? But also leverage some of other people's money. That's what I call yeah. OPM, right? The OPM, other people's <laughs> money to help finance it so that you do have that cushion. Because I've, I, we had another partner, um, a, a guy that we knew, um, well, actually a brand partner that opened up in Northern California and he took all of his retirement, mm -hmm. all of his retirement. And he said, no, D, and Clint, I hear what y'all saying, but I, I, I got this cash and I just want to go ahead and just be done with it. I don't want to have to owe anybody. I don't want to have to pay. Well, there's no prepayment penalty, right? Depending on what kind of financing you get. There, find one that doesn't have prepayment. If you pay it off early, you won't be penalized for that, right? But he lasted four years. Mm. And to know, because it took a while for this business, for Wingstop to become a household name in California, and every location didn't hit. We opened one, and we had to close it after nine months. 
because it had we so we've gone through it all we know what it is to close down you know I, i've had those fetal position moments like what did we get ourselves into lord please deliver us you know um, from this so but not but having but knowing that we didn't pour our whole life savings into it made me feel a little bit better because i can negotiate with that payment you know what I mean? I can call that creditor and say, hey, can you give me some deferment um, opportunities? Can we work out, you know, paying it off, you know, a little bit at the time, what I have back pay and I'll stay current. It's so many things that you can work, work in the finance part of it if you have some leverage. But if you get poured it all into it, and again, it's to each their own, right? I, I'm not saying that I, that I have all the answers. That's just the way we approached it. We didn't want to, we, we did have money saved up because you had to have so much liquid assets, right? You had to have a certain credit score. You had to have um, collaterals, you know, ownership of something else that you can use to leverage to show, hey, I have a payment history of paying things on time. But we had to work on all that because when we first Googled it and we went and did our research to find out what it would take to open it up, we didn't have all the boxes checked, right? We, we had to put in work and it took us about a year to set ourselves up. But that goes back to what I mentioned earlier, doing the research on the business that you want to go get into, know it, know what it's going to take, know what it's going to cost before you even take the leap. The more research and the more prepared you are ahead of time, a little less hiccups. There will be some, but maybe a little less. Well, you know, you're just sharing sage wisdom right there, Miss um, <laughs> Deanna, because, and, and you know, I want to make this principal statement that everybody needs a coach or a mm -hmm. mentor, somebody who's been there and done that, and not judging the man who put all his money into it, but you and your husband been there and done that, and you knew what works. And, and I tell people in business, Who's been there? Who's there now? Yes. Who can give you sage wisdom so you won't have to go through what they have gone through? I think yes. that's really yes. paramount and important. And, and, and Constance, you just mentioned about mentorship. That's huge. When we first opened, I didn't just call. I did. We did have those that were right starting off with us. We made ourselves a committee of of a few, and we were each other's, you know, sounding boards and each other's encouragers, and and we were in it together because we started at the same time. But then I also linked up with the ones. Okay, who's at the top of this list of the franchisees on this list of the top fifty stores? I want to talk to the person that's number one. Absolutely. And I didn't wait for them to call me. I didn't wait for them to say, oh, you know, send me an email. No, I linked up with them and said, hi, I'm Deanna. I'm opening a wing stop in California. I know that you're in Texas. Can you give me some tips? Can you tell me some suggestions? How do I look? Who should I look for, which is a good candidate to be my general manager? I asked all those questions because I knew I, this was uncharted territory for me. It was brand new. So for me to think that I was going to be able to just open it up and just be a pro at it, 
day one, I, that, that was unrealistic. So I said, let me go link up with people that have already done it and that are successful with it and that's willing to share. Because folks don't be wanting to give up the, the jewels sometimes, you know, <laughs> and, which is why we did the book. You know, in all honesty, Constance, that was, that's part of our ministry, you know, for my husband and I, is that we felt like we know what it's like when people didn't want to share. Mm-hmm. And people didn't want to give you all of the nuggets. They just give you a little bit to kind of send you away, but leave you still saying, okay, that wasn't everything. Okay. You know what I mean? Because, and I do, I am a firm believer. There's room at the top for everybody. I believe that we should be pushing and encouraging everybody to go upward. Um, and, and I believe in doing that in everything in our marriage, we, we have couples that we connect with, that we vacation with, that we stay in, 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 in connection with, and we have game night. And sometimes we just go out to dinner and just discuss children and, and business and, and generational wealth and, and ensure we talk about all those things because it's important to have a circle of like-minded people that encourage you while you encourage them. So we're gleaning from each other. So good. You preaching now, Miss Deanna. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Let the church say amen. <laughs> and, and so let's, let's come into the now, what's happening globally. What would you say to people who've been impacted by COVID-19 in their business? And, and was your business impacted? And what was your response? And what did you do? It's um, we we just had that question um, a few days ago, and and I always pause when when I talk about how we've been able to um, thrive um, mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And I know that's not the case for everybody. We're we're on Zoom calls with the the city of Bakersfield, um, with business other business owners who have had to close, mm-hmm. um, who will not come back. You know, been in business, a family owned business that's been around for forty years, and they weren't ready for the change. Meaning they hadn't evolved with how things were being done. Right? They've been successful for forty years, um, just doing it the way that they knew how to do it. And they didn't make some of those changes so that when the the pandemic hit and things had to be closed down, they weren't in a position, they weren't prepared to do takeout, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The Wingstop concept was always designed as takeout. 80% of our business is order it um, over the phone um, and take it home and watch the game from the comfort of your own house. It's chicken wings, right? and and then we went into online. We've had online ordering system for a few years now. Um, the one thing that I was so against, and 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 I'm so glad that they were ahead of it um, as far as the corporation side of Wingstop, was that they incorporated the delivery. We partnered with DoorDash in November. Mm, and I'm that's a smart you, move. Constance, listen, sis. I was so, I was like, no, I don't want that. People are going to say they, people were messing with their food. We're going to have refunds. It's just going to be a hot mess with delivery. Oh, was I wrong. (laughs) Mm. Oh, am I thankful that that's what, that's what I love about the business in the box, right? That I call franchises, businesses in a box is that you have the corporate side of it that is ahead of the curve of things that are coming and not that they knew about the pandemic, right? But they just knew how to keep evolving. Um, and that they enforced us. And I said, I'm gonna wait till the last minute. And, and they said, okay, D, you can no longer prolong it. You must now go active with DoorDash. And that 
I believe has been the saving grace mm. um, of our business. We have thrived. Um, thank and praise God. We, we, we have grown in numbers. Um, we even closed our in-restaurant in, um, dining. That was completely shut down, and we just saw an increase in sales. Mm. Um, we, we decreased our hours because the whole city was on a curfew, so we were closing at 10 o'clock, and our, and our monies increased, our sales increased, even when we were closing earlier. Um, but again, I think it was the, the food concept um, kind of was the thing that thrived, you know, and, and everything. Um, but I do understand. So I always say that so humbly and so appreciative and thankful and grateful that we have thrived because I have known other, even friends whose businesses did not survive um, and has not survived and don't look like they're going to come back. Mm -hmm. um, but to that, I say that's this is the time to be, be creative. You know, maybe that didn't work, but you can always press restart. Whatever that business is, maybe you just need to twerk it a little bit, you know, tweak it a little bit. Uh, I don't say twerk, Lord. You said twerk. <laughs> Uh, okay, Deanna. Okay, Deanna. <laughs> we don't we don't twerk on this show, but keep going. <laughs> we don't twerk constantly. Where did that come from? Lord have mercy. So we, you know, we had to bring some fun in there. So that's that's yeah, a that's little so humor funny. for the people. Um, so we, you might have to tweak uh, what you were doing and maybe add an additional service to it. If it's a food item and you feel like people are not eating that so much because they're looking for healthy alternatives. Okay, get in the lab. I call whatever business that you have, whether it's cooking, I call your kitchen the lab, right? Mm -hmm. If you do jewelry, I call your jewelry making room the lab because that's where you're testing it out to see what you're gonna come up with and what you're gonna reintroduce. And you can reintroduce a business. You know, if you were um, a, a, a coffee shop that closed, okay, maybe sell mugs. Because if you still have the, the, the following and you can't sell the coffee, but maybe you can now direct people to have mugs yeah, where they're now at home and they're watching TV or they're Zooming, but they're holding up your mug because you just added another service to what you still love to do, right? Um, I think T-shirt companies have blown up during the pandemic, which is just, who would have thought, right? Yeah. But it's because people are looking for those positive words of affirmations. Like, I am a graphic tee lover. I love graphic tees. And I cannot tell you how many graphic tees I bought during this pandemic just to give me something to put on because I felt like I was in t-shirts more, right? Because I didn't really need to put on the suits or whatever to have meetings so much because everything was done by Zoom. But I was putting on this colorful, cute graphic t-shirt and now I'm Zooming and I have all these bright colors on with a positive word, you know, of affirmation, you know, on the shirt. So people that did t-shirt blowing up. You know, I've, I've had people send me T-shirts and said, Miss D, I know you love graphic T-shirts. Will you wear my T-shirt and tag me? So there's been so many great businesses that have come during a pandemic. And so for those that have given up that what I was going to do, I had to launch a book during a pandemic that I didn't want to do. I'm a total social butterfly. I love social events. I love connecting with people and in-person engagement and, and, and feeding off the energy of the room and music and great food. And they were like, okay, well, your book is ready and we think you need to launch it. And I'm like, no, 
it's not going to go good. I don't want to do that. And it still thrived, you know, and it's still yeah. settling. And, and I'm thankful and grateful for that. So sometimes we just have to get out of our own way and just say, I'm going to go for it, you know, and, and see what I get. So even in the pandemic, feeling discouraged, yes, you will feel discouraged. But now do some research and start seeing what else you can do. What do people like? What are people really into right now? People are doing jumping jacks and have millions of followers yeah, I <laughs> saw that. doing jumping jacks because now people were at home and they said, let's get moving. You know, I have, um, I'm a part of a group called Girl Trek and they're trying to, to reach 1 million um, African-American um, women walking and are just, you know, women, black women, period, all over the world is actually international that are walking um, 30 minutes. And that has taken over, you know, and, and it's gone global. And they're, they're scheduled to hit 1 million walkers um, by the end of the year. Just, and that's was given birth to from people sitting at home saying, I need to get up and do something because right now I just feel like I'm, I'm going into depression and, and people are journaling. So say you know how to put together booklets, maybe create a journal. For people, because now people are at home and they're they're in their feelings and their emotions and ta and writing helps them get through it, helps them work through what they're going through. I love journals, you it's know. So it, it's it's so many creative things that I think are still out there and still available for us to to thrive um, even during the pandemic. Yeah, God is always speaking. I think the stillness and the silence which we are not accustomed to is mm. a, can be the vehicle through yes. which you receive what you need. So for somebody who might uh, be thinking about a franchise, what are some from benefits of really owning a franchise? Okay, sure. Um, I, I, I love to say it. I don't know that I created the term, but let's just say as of right now, I, I did. Um, <laughs> the franchise is, I love to call it the business in a box, right? Mm. They've done all the research. They have the marketing. You are, it comes with a website. It comes with all the vendors that you're going to need. It comes with all of the connections. Um, they have a whole real estate team that will help you find the location. So when you don't have, because again, I'm not a chef, so I didn't create the recipes. They give you the recipes. And that's what I love about a franchise is that you can get into something that you really love because I still feel that you should love the product. I don't care what it is. You, should, you need to love it or you're probably not going to last selling it or, or serving it um, because it's not something that you really want to do, right? Because you don't want to just sign up for what's popular. Because a lot of people have signed up to do what's popular. I'm going to do this business because it's real popular right now. But pop when popularity starts to kind of dwindle down, what's going to keep you going is the passion. So you want to get that franchise that, and there's so many opportunities. You know, there's more than just food franchises. There, there's fitness franchises, um, you know, meaning gyms and things like that. There's dry cleaners, um, which people are still using dry cleaners. Who knew? You know, I asked uh, my local dry cleaner because I talk to everybody because I feel that I can <laughs> learn something new mm -hmm. every day from a stranger, right? So I talked to everybody, asked them, and they said, you know, you'll be surprised. It's, it's, we're really doing well. It's still, we're still open. You know, we're still um, doing great. People are still bringing in clothes. And I'm like, wow, because you because I think we would automatically think no way a dry cleaners is going to still thrive. Nobody's going anywhere. 
they're that's, still thriving. Yeah, that was that would be my thought, but that's so interesting. Learning something new from a stranger every day just by asking, right? So I love the idea of having a franchise because I get that support. You're going to have to pay for your website, whether you have a franchise or you have your own business, right? You, you're going to have to pay a server and, and all that. You're still going to have to create it. It comes with the franchise. You're going to have to get vendors to get your product from whatever you're selling. I don't care if it's beads, if it's t-shirts, if it's cups, you got to go through a vendor. Unless you're out there sewing and making the t-shirts yourself, you still got to get the fabric from somewhere, right? Whereas the franchise gives you that vendor connection. Um, then they have a proven track record of what they've done before. So mm, they, can give you, they can give you some of the demographics of where, of who the market is, who you want to market to, because they know the demographic. They've already done the research and the work for you and they've tested it. And they now can provide you with data to show you that this is what the average person is making doing this business. That and is so I good. I love it. Gave that. you the step-by-step instructions on how. And that's what we needed because we were not familiar with the restaurant business at all. Um, and even in Fat Burgers, the same thing. The same thing. It's a franchise as well. Because see, those names here in Atlanta, I've never heard of them before. And I was reading over your book. I'm like, Fat Burgers. Yeah. That is so interesting. Well, Fat Burgers. <laughs> has been around for, oh my gosh, since the 50s. Um, my mother-in-law, um, who just turned 80, that was one of the places that she said her and my father-in-law used to go to for after they would go out dancing. It was literally the front yard of a lady's house and people came up and ordered burgers. And it, and it survived and now is, is actually a franchise. And it's been, um, the family hasn't owned it in years um, so it's been turned over as a franchise for a long time. Um, even once upon a time, Magic Johnson um, owned them all. And did then, he? Yes, mm-hmm. he did. And then he sold it back um, right before he um, bought into the Dodgers franchise. Um, by the way, that's a franchise too, right? It is a franchise. Throw that word around. But friends, people be surprised what's a franchise, right? Um, so before he purchased um, – bought into the Dodgers franchise. He was actually the owner of the majority owner of them all. And, and we loved it. It's, it's a huge name here in California. It's slowly making its way. Um, actually one of my sorority sisters just opened up her location in the Dallas, Texas area. Um, so it's the first fat burger that's in Texas. Um, and, and she's the owner of that and is doing very well. So it's definitely a California thing, but it's been known for a long time. Um, one of the famous rappers that we all know, um, Ice Cube, oh. actually put it in one of his songs in the 90s okay, and really so gave it and gave it its popularity, right? So you get people coming from all over and that they can't wait to, to have that fat burger. Um, so it is definitely a household name here in California and we're trying to make it big everywhere. Um, <laughs> um, actually, there's one in Japan, I believe it's Japan. There's uh. now a fat burger in Japan. It's been open maybe about a year. Um, so they are definitely going international now. So. That's so, so interesting. I have yeah. listeners giving a shout out to all my listeners in Japan. 
yes. uh, you know, check yes. it out. Well, you know, lastly, um, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about your faith and your relationship with God and what role do you feel like that that has really played in you and your husband's astounding baller success? (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's the center of it all. You know, Mm -hmm. um, God is the center of it all. I'll I'll never, um, I will unapologetically pronounce that and announce that to the world, that God Mm -hmm. is the center of it all. He's the center of our marriage. He's the center of our family. Um, He's the center of our business. Um, I do believe that all good things come from above and anything that has landed on me that is good, I give him all the credit for. Um, we, we, We have our prayer together. And then we have our prayer separate. We have our meditation and study time together. And then we have it separate because I didn't want to just have a a relationship with the Lord based on all that is happening with my marriage. So as long as my marriage is good, I'll tap into Jesus. You know, Mm -hmm. as long as my business is good, I'll tap into Jesus. As long as my kids are doing good, I'll tap in. I wanted to be able to connect and have a relationship with God independently of all that other stuff. Um, because I know where my health comes from. I know where my help comes from. And, and I give God all the glory for that. Um, I, like, again, I said, I will never take down from that position yeah. um, because I just really fully believe that, that that's where my strength comes from. Um, I've had some, some downs. I've had some valley lows. Listen, we didn't start off at the top. It took us seven years to get our first award. I had given up. I said, they're not going to ever recognize us. We're doing all of this work. Nobody sees us. It ain't happening <laughs> for us. You know, when am I going to be able to have a big payday? And mm-hmm. we said, and we were at conventions, and we and we clapped up everybody. And one thing I, I do, Constance, is I am going to celebrate others because I'm a believe by faith, but my time is going to come. So if I'm going to be happy for you, I'm going to genuinely celebrate you because I know when my time comes, I'm going I'm to I'm want that same love, you know? Um, so I I believe in giving that love for the reciprocity of getting some of it back. Right. Um, And we sat there year after year watching others um, being celebrated and given awards. And the year we won, I said, it was so funny. I said, God knew just how to just trick me because I had already given up. We're not getting no awards. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm content. We're doing well. If nobody else thinks we are, we're coming around that curve now. We're going into our seventh year. The business is doing better. Um, we're past that idea of we're going to sell it and throw it away. And we're actually, we're looking at getting ready to open our second location. And I went to convention. I sat at the table. My back was to the stage. That's how discouraged I was about getting any recognition. Mm-hmm. And they said, we want to recognize the number one store for top sales increase for the year and that award goes to clint and deanna lewis and constance i thought that i had won uh oscar uh, <laughs> a grammy i i was like what oh my god i was clapping high-fiving people i was walking to the stage it was hilarious because they were like she is really excited because i didn't see it i didn't vision i didn't expect it you know what mm-hmm. i mean i didn't have any air i actually was already defeated mm-hmm. before i even got there that we're not going to get anything we're not going to be recognized and to this day we've received several awards since then a dozen or so of them but i still treasure that first one you know I when you, you do. Like, 
cannot anticipate and are not. So those that feel discouraged that no one sees you and no one's not recognizing you and you're putting in all this work and it's not, you're not seeing the fruit of it yet. It's going to come to fruition. Just be patient, stay committed, stay dedicated, trust God. Dig deep, have some time of prayer and meditation and be specific in what you're asking for. Because see, a lot of times we just say, Lord, bless me. I had to learn how to be specific in my prayer. You know, when my son was struggling in school and and, and in the valley of decision of what he's going to do if he wanted to give up and he needed a break, I had to go to God and, and ask a specific prayer for my son. Right. I had to ask a specific prayer for my business, not just bless my business. Okay, Lord, I want to be blessed to families that work for me. We employ over 150 people. And I know that each one of them, their paycheck means something to their household. You know, we've had five of our managers because they work for us are now homeowners. Mm -hmm. That's where I get the joy of that. It's beyond just the money that's in the bank. I get joy in knowing that we are effectively making an impact on people's lives. This is so good. Wow. So in our last minutes, uh, Deanna, tell people how they can get your book. Uh, uh, What is uh, Clint and and your website? How can they contact you, et cetera? How can they follow you online? All of the above. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Our website, where where if you purchase a book on our website, we actually sign and autograph that and send that to you directly, almost as fast as Amazon Prime, by the way. Um, (laughs) And that's our website is www.faith.com familyfranchise.com. You can also um, follow us on Instagram. Once again, at Faith Family Franchise. We believe in branding that name. Um, On Twitter, Faith Family Franchise. And also on Facebook, um, Faith Family Franchise. Um, On Facebook, every Friday, we do a a lunchtime live called Financial Freedom Friday, and we go over the different lessons in our book. Um, Our book, again, is titled Faith, Family, and Franchise. It's available on our website, as well as Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, um, everywhere books are sold. Um, And it's been a, a wonderful journey, and we talk about our journey, and we also give you the tools to think about the business and how to prepare yourself and set yourself up to be ready to go into business. And it has to start with you getting your financial house in order. And we talk about it all. We talk about the struggle. We talk about that moment in, um, we, t- we talk about the moments of, of financial, what I thought was ruins, you know, mm-hmm. which is bankruptcy court. We talk about how we had to rebuild from that. Um, it wasn't all gravy. You know, we had some dry potatoes in the mix. <laughs> and But we have, you know, have stood the test of time. Um, we have been sustained now for several years. And the book was all about us giving back. That's part of our ministry is that we felt like, a lot of times people just give you the fluff of the story. They just tell you how we got from here and now we're here. We started here and now we're here and they didn't give you the in-between. We give you all the in-between stuff. 
Um, and, and we cover it all. We talk about the importance of our family. Family is everything. How we were able to both, when we made that marriage commitment to each other, we made sure that we married both of our families, right? That y'all had to buy into our marriage and, and respect it. And we were serious about that and adamant about that. Um, we talk about just the faith, some of the hiccups that we had in our walk and how we had to dig deep into our faith to connect with each other, to reconnect with each other and some of the heartbreaks that we had. We talk about what it was like to be single, yeah. right? The book <laughs> is not just for the married people. It's for the single because we cover a whole area about how we were each single from our both per individual perspectives of what that looked like, right? Um, so we cover all that. And it's I believe it's a wonderful work of art. <laughs> it, 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 it is. And I've read it. I'm going to strongly encourage all of my listeners to really go to their website and really get the book. I've read it. It's full of golden nuggets, you know, they're coaching you, they're counseling you, they're giving you sage wisdom. So Deanna, it's been such an honor to interview you. You shared some powerful nuggets with people all over the world. I'm grateful to God that we connected. I'm so so honored and Thank you so much for the invitation. This has been a wonderful morning for me. I know it's afternoon where you are, but it's still kind of morning for me. But this has been a great start to my morning. Yeah, well, great. Everybody, make sure you visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com, and email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And let me know how this show is shifting and changing your life. And as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded by a loving, giving supporting spirit and I want you to think feel and say this week that something good is going to happen to me and through me for others okay everybody make it a great week thank you for listening to think believe and manifest Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you for more information please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com With new 2 to 6 p.m. sit-me-ups at Dunkin', you can add a little more perk to your p.m. for a lot less money. Now get a medium hot or iced latte or cappuccino for $2 or a medium hot or iced signature latte for $3. With creamy steamed milk and rich espresso, Dunkin' lattes and cappuccinos are a delicious way to recharge for round two or relax after a long day of business from the waist up video calls. New $2 and $3 lattes and cappuccinos from 2 to 6 p.m. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer.